it'll be a three-man rush, eight in coverage, three in the end zone. Dalton heaves it down the right side toward the end zone. It is knocked up in the air. Oh, A.J. Green oh, makes the catch. Oh, 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 man. A deflected oh, ball winds oh, up in the hands God. of A.J. Green. The clock hits zero. the snap, has the football, short drop, lobs one down the sideline for Bins, he's got it, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And a high fly ball, way back in center field, it is out right here, a grand slam home run for Joey Votto, and this one belongs to the Reds. your shirt on? And last I checked, I did, yes, why? Now a steal by Gary Clark, and a breakaway to the rim for a thunderous Tomahawk Jam! Get you one, big fella. Then a strike for Bertoni, and the magical moment belongs to Leonardo Bertoni. He opens the FC Cincinnati account with a goal in the 14th minute. Yeah, double dip from the ice cream cone. That was not a good welcome back. <clears throat> well, you know, I the, the slider was sticking, but I'll blame it on myself. A little rusty. What's going on, man? Um, I mean, pardon the punctuation. Been a little while. I know we see, every time we do one of these, I'm like, yeah, we're going to start doing these every week. And we're like, mm, mm-hmm. life. Happened. COVID. 2020. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we are doing a regular, no, no special guests tonight. We are doing a regular podcast. It is myself, Aaron Smith, my co-host, Ed Mayhall. It is hard in the punctuation, kind of going back to grassroots and uh, doing our thing because there's, uh, there's, there's plenty, plenty to talk about right here. Uh, the, uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats are doing big things right now. Basketball just started, which, thank God, Yes. I was really, I was really nervous that there was not going to be a basketball season. If we I'm could still not, not sure it's yeah. going to finish. Yeah, uh, but we don't even want to put that out into the universe. No. Uh, but the football team is making waves as they have been all year. Uh, I've talked about it plenty on my other show, but let's talk a little bit about it here. I know how much you love when I mentioned that other show. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so, so Cincinnati right now standing at eight eight no, I believe eight no. I believe that's what it is. Uh, yeah, they're the number seven team in the country. Kind of a big deal. Should uh, maybe be a little bit as, higher. They've they've been as high as six before you know Florida and Texas A and M. Yeah, before yeah. they all came in. Yeah, I don't care for that. I, do, I don't think they're going to play this weekend. Uh, I'm not sure they're going to play either Michigan team. But Do they have Michigan no. University this weekend, or do they have Michigan State? Michigan State, and it's University of Michigan. Yeah, whatever. We still don't care. Um, yeah, I don't know if any of that's going to happen. However, Cincinnati's been doing a big. Desmond Ritter has had himself a year. He's, he's you know, people were talking about, is he the guy after three weeks? And he has shown out. And done it with his arm, done it with his legs. He is a scoring machine, and he his name's being put up there with some of the best to ever do it at Nippert, including Tony Pike, uh, including Zachary Caleros, Ben Mock. Um, he's he's definitely up there with the best of the best that the the Bearcats have seen. Which is crazy to think, right? Because you didn't think anybody would. Well, maybe you did think for a while that anybody would would top Tony Pike in this in that undefeated season and now all of a sudden you know here we are undefeated and not having to look at Tim Tebow yeah that's nice that's very nice (laughs) maybe the best collegiate quarterback ever except for maybe Joe Burrow well but well we might talk about that but I don't I mean just yeah we (sighs) yeah I, I want I don't want to I don't want to watch anything. I couldn't watch it like a, this like weekend. A, like a Tim Tebow led University of Florida. Um, do you think we're gonna get into the college football playoff though? Ed? No. I mean, we're like I said, we're looking at seven. I don't know what what the hell's going on with the ACC. They're canceling games. I wouldn't be shocked. Did they cancel the ACC championship yet? No, not that. I, no, not that I think of. I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like you know we're not gonna play this one. We're just going to uh, pick a winner based on what we've seen. 
That way no one ends up with another loss and you guys can both get into the college football playoff. We'll just make an estimate. I'm almost okay with uh, calling, you know, doing pulling the UFC and just saying we're the champions. UFC, as in the ultimate fighting. You know what I meant. Oh, do, do I? Do I? UCF. You, there we go. You got it. You did it. I'm drinking some celebratory Bearcat bourbon, all right? So <laughs> let's just let, let, let it be. Do you have a favorite moment of the football season for you this year? Uh, I mean, there's been some good ones. Uh, nip at night. Nip at night is always a fun time. It, it, in that, it was uh, Desmond Ritt running on the right side, and one of the linebackers, I can remember who it was, it may, no, maybe it was Dokes, just lit a dude up. Just lit him up. Hit a brick wall. I have it saved on my phone. I can. I tweeted it out a bunch of times on our Twitter page. <laughs> um, Dokes is... I miss, I miss Michael Warren this year. I can only imagine what this team would be if Michael Warren had stayed. I wonder if that is the tipping point between us being a 17 on the fringe of the CFP versus a 4. Um, but I don't want to dwell on what might have been. Okay. Um, I will also miss Jared Dokes next year. Uh, I am not quite ready, and thank goodness we don't have to quite yet. But I'm not quite ready to give Jerome Ford the keys to the car. Um, he's he's flashed certainly, but he is not Jared Dokes. Not ready to do that, huh? No. No. Um. So we we were supposed to play Temple. Yep, that game got canceled due to COVID. On both sides, yep. both Temple and Cincinnati. Curious as to who this might affect at Cincinnati, as I have an idea of what was going on uh, the last time uh, Cincinnati had COVID. Um, Somebody said on uh, one of the Facebook pages that it was uh, Luke Fickle. Uh, who had COVID this time, but I don't think they would cancel the game just for Luke Fickle having COVID. It would depend on what was going on with Temple, too. But well, that's true, too. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't mean, know. Um, it, you would hope it's not Luke, because no. if it is Luke, who on the team would not have been exposed? Fair. Between, between the coaching staff and the players. Well, he wears that cool little gator thing. So, I mean, I've seen more of his face than I care to admit this season when the cameras have been on him. And the cameras are not always on him. It's it's even harder on these college basketball games. Like, I was watching... Yeah, uh, because kid... how do you yell out the plays? Exactly. That's like, terribly difficult. I mean, in the NBA, when they had the bubble, the, the coaches didn't... Have, well, I guess they were in a bubble. I guess that's the difference. They but were, the coaches didn't whole, have to wear a mask. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole different story. You're in a bubble. So, I don't know. For me, the... Uh, I think the, the biggest moment for me this year for the college football um, Bearcats has been, I don't know, it it's pretty much been Desmond Ritter after, that, after week three because I was three. one of the people just kind of screaming for him to, to use his legs, and he, he has. Uh, and if it wasn't that, I think it's got to be Josh Wiley and everything that he's done and just his coming out party. Um, there's people talking about Josh Wiley going into the NFL draft already after this year. That's crazy talk. That is no crazy. one was talking about anything like that. But according to PFF, he's the number two tight end in the nation right now. PFF also says some other things that I don't know if I trust very much. So they they can be suspect at times. Don't um, get me wrong. I mean, you can only say... put. You can only put so much into analytics. We all know that. They did say that the uh, Bengals would be picking up um, Cam Newton in the offseason when Joe Burrow won't be ready and be paying him $20 million for one year. Um, have you met our owners? Uh, and isn't New England only paying <laughs> him a million dollars for one year? Yeah, they're not paying him anything. anything. Also, Cam, uh, Cam Newton has been not that super great. hit or miss. Yeah. Talking as somebody who has been his fantasy football, he's on my fantasy football team. He's on mine too. And, and uh, Pitts Magic. He he has been a nightmare this season. At times he's been fantastic. Other times he has been arguably the worst quarterback of the week. 
So try having him and Fitz Magic as your backup, and the week that Cam goes down with COVID, Fitz Magic gets benched for Tula. Tua? Tua, yeah, whatever. There's not an L until you Tua get to Tula. Again, yep. we're sipping on some Bearcat bourbon tonight, so. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I've I've just really enjoyed basically uh, everything the Ritter's done post uh, post week three. Yeah. Um, I think what that was actually yeah, new games that we started. The uh, nip at night game was also the game where we uh, really pissed off the other coach and threw it uh, through a touchdown pass right for the or it was a fake punt right. Dana Holgerson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. I laughed so hard. He was very upset. That handshake was fantastic. Where. <laughs> You had, you had Marcus Freeman come in like, hey, you good? All right, you good. Basically told him to go F himself. <laughs> no, he <laughs> apologized. You could hear, if you turn up the volume, you can actually hear Luke Fickle apologize. Yeah, but Marcus Freeman was not apologizing. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no he was just making sure Big Fick was okay. <laughs> Basically. So, as for college basketball, um, uh, Sorry, I was just reading. We had a comment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Looks like Mike from Craft Breed Sports saying, mm, some bourbon sounds amazing right now. Uh, it is. It's Bearcat bourbon. Maybe you should uh, pick some up. So, basketball, though, has been... Uh, it just started. We played Lipscomb in the first game of the year. It was rough, tough Lipscombs. Yeah. It was tied at <laughs> halftime. Half-time. Didn't love that. Did not love that at all. No. And... Then Cincinnati showed up. What were your thoughts watching the game? First off, let's go before we even get into your thoughts on the game. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on ESPN Plus thus far? Oh, well, we could talk about that for a second. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, purchased ESPN Plus yesterday afternoon um, for the six ninety nine or five ninety nine. Is that what it was? Okay. Anyways, and uh, about fifteen minutes before the game come on came on, I decided to try to pull it up because I still had to log off for work and everything. Um, so I try to pull it up upstairs. I got a nice little uh, Google Hub sitting next to the desk upstairs so I can, you know, mm-hmm. watch sports. And um, and it said that uh, I needed to register again. I needed to pay again. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. So <laughs> uh, luckily, I was able to come downstairs and uh, call ESPN+. Plus. Um, I called their tech side. Uh, their tech side said I had to go to the billing side. And when I called the billing side, they asked me no questions about billing and actually went straight to, you know, the tech part of it and assessing my situation. So why I had to make that second phone call, I don't know. Moral of the story is uh, after ten missing 10 minutes of the game, they were very quickly uh, able to get me um, signed into my account and, and get my subscription set up. So uh, that was downside number one with a little bit of upside because the customer service lady was great and quick. Um, other than that, though, I, I didn't have any glitches. I didn't have anything like that. Um, I'm actually using it right now to watch uh, West Virginia and Gonzaga, and I'm not having any glitches. So, uh, you know, I'm down with that side. Um, so, you know, if we're talking about announcers, I think uh, Kevin did pretty good. I mean, he's he's done some announcing for the games for the last, what, two years maybe? Preseason games usually, though. And, you know, he wasn't horrible. So, um, and the other guy, he's the guy who... Um, was doing the tours of the arena when they were building it. He was putting out those Thursday tours or whatever it was. Because Mike, I can't remember his name I, for I life. Can't, me. I can't either. <clears throat> I'm gonna say it wrong. Um, I have not experienced ESPN Plus fantastically. Okay. Um, I've had it since the beginning of football, and oh, okay. the issues that I have had with ESPN Plus are, number one, if you have an LG smart TV, LG and ESPN don't play nice with each other. So you can't use your smart TV to watch. You have to have a separate device, whether that be a PlayStation, whether that be a uh, Google Hub or a uh, Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV. You just have to have some type of secondary device. Yeah, I'm using the Chrome down here in the basement. Yeah. Super annoying. You should be able to use a smart TV. Figure that you got to figure that out, especially since it's clearly not a Disney issue. 
because Disney Plus is available right from the home screen. So let's let's work on that. The second issue I have is watching. Tim, are screen. you a big Disney Plus guy? Um, I mean, I'm a big Marvel. Oh, I forgot that stuff was on there. Okay. Yep. Um, plus Star Wars. In any case, um, yeah. I mean, again, you know, I mean, if you have that relationship already with Disney, it shouldn't be an issue for LG to, to figure that out. But um, the other issue that I have, though, is just a streaming site as opposed to a, a separate channel. Mm-hmm. When you have ESPN, ESPN2, some TVs you can even get ESPN. Like, if you have Xfinity, I've seen ESPN3 as, as uh, different teams are available as a channel as opposed to having to watch it through your streaming service the way ESPN3 used to be available. Um, you also have ESPNU, ESPN News. Just if you're going to put it on Plus and you're going to make it a, a Plus subscription, but you want people to go back to cable as all the channels apparently do, I don't really know what we're doing here. Like, make it available on cable too. Is it really that difficult? Is it? No. I, there's no way it's really going to be a cost thing. It, it can't be super expensive for anybody to well again it's 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 the cable package it's the it's the tv deals with the with the um aac and all that kind of stuff so i mean i wish we could just go back to the fox right and just do the bearcat bounce again or something like that but you know if, if but we will have this problem if we go into a big conference right if we go into the big 10 if we go into whoever we're going to have this same problem because they all have their own apps and all that kind of stuff. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, the big 10 at least has their own channel. Exactly. Well, that's, but then you got to worry about it. Like how many people have these streaming services? I don't know that Hulu carries the big 10 channel. It might. I don't know. I've had it, never had a need to check for it. So, so in any case, it's, it's hit or miss. Plus, you know, with, with it being a streaming thing, sometimes you experience buffering. Sometimes you experience where you're in a corner of the house where it doesn't get a fantastic uh, internet, like, connection. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe it works for you on your phone when you're just flicking through Twitter or Facebook, but it doesn't work for streaming HD video in that same corner of the house. Um, I don't know. With everything going to, to streaming devices anyway... I mean, how many devices do we have in our homes at these point? At this point, like if you're a family of four, as you are, and you have kids, as you do, you're probably looking at a good, I don't know, twenty plus devices that are hooked up to the internet at this point, if not more. Yeah, no, there are. Uh, there's, and we've had that problem. I mean, we're into that. We've had that problem, you know, back in March, April, May, um, when the kids were home, um, and even the summer and we were using, you know, she's using her teams. I'm using my teams. Parker's watching something on his tablet. Bryce is watching something on the TV and we have Hulu. So we're streaming that, um, you know, you're on your cell phone. I'm watching something on the Google. Hub. Yeah. I mean, you're right. We're, we got multiple things running. And that was one of the other things that I did notice that, um, I was about 30 seconds behind everyone else. Um, so people are tweeting, you know, about a three or something. And I'm, I have to wait 30 seconds to see that, but I'm kind of used to that having Hulu. I was usually like 15 seconds behind. Um, well, but... one of the things I've seen that some of the different like routers and stuff are doing are you're able to now control your router and prioritize uh, video calls and you're able to prioritize gaming or you're able to prioritize streaming video or whatever the case may be. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, you know, there's, you'll see technology catch up to the issues. I mean, of course these are first world problems. Don't get me wrong, but uh, just, just me venting. No, I got you. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, getting the gameplay, Lipscomb. Um, one of the questions we saw from your brethren: there are some new faces on the team this year for the Bearcats. So let's get right to new faces that we saw. You saw David DeJulius, a transfer from the University of Michigan. Got out of there. Apparently, he didn't like what was going on with Juwan Howard, who apparently is having issues of his own up there as he got into it with a player during the game. That's, That's not what you like to look. see. Never good luck. No. Um, we also have 
I don't even. I, we're just gonna call him Rap. I think that's the, the easiest way to put it. Ivan? I think his name's like Ivan Ivanowskis. I was just gonna call him Ivan. Yeah, but that's fine. Ivanowskis is or Rap. I'm I'm down with that too. Uh, but he transferred from Colgate, and we all remember Colgate from last year. So we went ahead and took their best guy. No big deal. He ended up with, I believe, 19 second-half points against us in that game. Ended up with 11 if, uh, points total, yeah. He ended up with how many points? To- no, I'm talking about the uh, the game last year. Oh, I'm sorry. Second half- yeah. 19 second-half points against us last year. Uh, so we went ahead and, and scooped him. Um, other new faces, though, would be incoming freshmen. you got the Madsen twins uh, between Mason and – Help me out here. Gabe. Gabe, thank you. Welcome. Uh, you got Tari Eason, the uh, much ballyhooed Tari Eason coming from the state of Washington all the way to Cincinnati. Uh, he says that Jeremiah Davenport was a big reason that he came to Cincinnati. Uh, and we all saw how much he loves this city and the way that he showed out the other night. Uh, you also have Mikey Saunders, Jr., uh, running the point guard there as a backup behind uh, DeJulius. You also have uh, a couple other players. You have Victor, uh, the guy who tucked his cell phone into his sock. In the in his picture? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, everyone caught that right away. He's not showing up on the uh, box man, score, to be honest with you. Not as prepared as I should have been for this. He's not. Show- I'm looking at the box score, and he actually didn't. He's not showing up in the box score. Oh, he's he's not playing yet. He is uh, he is still injured. Who started alongside of Chris Vault? Oh, that was Ivan. Never mind. That was Rap. That was Rap. Yep. Um, I'm have I'm gonna have some trouble with these names this year. I mean, we talked about it, and you've been talking about it. Seven, um, seven new, um, seven new guys. Yeah. yeah, seven new guys, and you know, it, it's gonna take me a little bit of time to get used to these guys' names. Like I said, I'm just gonna call Ivan Ivan. So you watched the game. How are you feeling the first half? Uh, I mean, like I just said, we had seven new guys. I mean, you could tell it yeah. from the beginning. Um, they were slow. Um, you know, I, I as we there were, were some flashy game, plays though. I mean, Tari Eason on that alley oop that he couldn't quite get to to throw down, but he at least got the bucket. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, I I think there was ten minutes left in the half, and I was like, you know, if we can get out of uh, this half, you know, tied or up by two, then I'll be pretty happy. And we did end up tying squeaked out with a tie at the half mm-hmm. so you know we started back at zeros um and i was hoping um you know i don't want to get too far into the second half but you know i was hoping that having that tie would put a little bit of fire underneath them uh and coach would put a little fire underneath them and they come out in the second half strong well you saw a little bit of that out of zach harvey uh he might have been the player playing with the most energy there at that first half uh in the limited minutes that he saw yeah He's coming off the bench. He's coming out of, off that injury. He's just not seen as much court as I'm sure Coach Brandon would have liked at this point. I think that was why you saw the limited minutes that you saw out of Zach Harvey. And, you know, you kind of don't know what you have exactly in Zach Harvey at this point. He was highly heralded coming out of high school. Last year he looked kind of lost more often than not on the court. Of course, it was Jaron's team and J- – you. I mean, Jaron kind of ran the show, and it was kind of hard, I think, for Zach Harvey to really find his footing in that regard. Um, plus, you know, you had the awkward dynamics between Jaron and Coach Brandon early on in the season, so everyone was kind of on eggshells anyway. Um, it was just a, it was kind of a strange season last year, just from front to back, especially the way it all ended. Good God. Yeah. I, I mean. Thanks. It's another Thanks, one COVID. of those. Yeah, another one of those what could have been years, right? Right. I mean, maybe more so than any other year. Because well, who knows? You could have had a UD national champion. That's a great point. If we're talking about just college basketball in general, yeah. we could have had a national champion here in Cincinnati. Yeah. So, I don't know. You have Zach Harvey showing out. You have Micah Adams-Woods looking like he's not ready to lose a starting position on this team. He's playing – lights out mainly because you had some foul trouble going on with both Tari Eason and with Keith Williams. Yep. So, you know, I mean, at least 
at least we didn't look like we didn't know. I mean, we didn't, we couldn't knock down shots, but we were getting open looks. We were getting good looks. Eventually those shots are going to start to fall. I don't even know how many practices these guys have had at this point. I can't imagine that the practices together have been super, like, I, I don't know. Aggressive. I don't, I just don't think they've had. Yeah. I mean, I'm you... sure they've been productive, but I mean, I just don't know what, how many actual practices have you had as a team? And you talked about it on your other show. I mean, yeah, how many practices have they had? But also, we haven't had a scrimmage game. We haven't, you know, some of these other teams have played. Well, we had we had the super secret scrimmage. There may have been a scrimmage game up north. We don't know. The the, the super secret the scrimmage. super secret one. We know about the one that Lisa was tweeting. Listen, uh, I'm seeing all over Black Twitter. And this, 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 this may have come from, you know, my boss. <laughs> One one Chad Brendel, but you know there there was there there maybe could have been a a super secret scrimmage, and if there was, it may have been a, against a red and white team, as he said on on our other show. Um, it could have been. So all all rumors flying around are, are that uh, we we apparently played UD, and I've seen on Twitter that we won by twenty five. I've also seen on Twitter that. Tar Eason looked really good. So I don't know. I don't know what any of it means. But, um, you know, if, if that's the case, that same team did not show up in the first half against Lipscomb. No. No, so, they did not. Given the way that everything went wrong for us in the first half, you were 0 for 10 from the three-point line as a team. That's horrendous. Uh, DeJulius looked kind of confused out there the first half. Uh, he had no points. In the he, first half. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you got this guy coming in from Michigan, and he's supposed to be pretty good. You've seen, you know, the highlights of him against North Carolina. You, you've seen highlights of him um, against, you know, whatever you look up. He, he, well, of course, they're highlights, but, yeah, right. you know, he's been, been flashy. I don't know that I really got to see that out of him yesterday. So it was good to see him start knocking down some shots. I think he ended up with eight points, uh, yes. but he started knocking down some shots in the second half. Uh, second half was a whole different story, though, and that was where Jeremiah Davenport came to play, and he he is on record as loving this city. Uh, apparently, Micah Adams Wood said he knows how much this city means to him, how much it means to be wearing the city across his chest. He grew up; I th- I, he went to Muller, I believe. Yes. Um, so he is he's he's a local kid. And he reminds me of a much longer, much rangier uh, Logan. Steve Logan, huh? No, not Steve Logan. Oh. Um, isn't what was the the kid that played for us for one year and then he transferred to? It was two years ago. Wasn't his first name Logan? I'm not sure who you're talking about, bud. Um, you have to look the, that one up. <laughs> I am the the light skinned kid. He wore number zero uh, before McNeil. The year before McNeil, two years ago. No, he came. He came off the bench. He was a freshman. He was only here for one year, and then he went off to St. Joseph's, I believe. Logan Paul, the guy who got knocked out. Who knocked out? Uh, no, no okay. cer- certainly, certainly not. His brother plays in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Shoot, he was only here for years. What was his name? I said that already. <laughs> I know, but I'm trying to think of what his name was now. I, I can't remember. Either. I got college basketball stats pulled up. What? Do you remember what year it was? It was two years ago, so it would have been 2018. Uh, in any case, yeah. Jeremiah Davenport went off, and he had a steal. He had a fast break. He was the guy literally like just doing everything you would ever want a glue guy to do. He's not necessarily going to be a starter. And I don't think, honestly, even with that energy, to be a starter. Not yet. Right. I mean, uh, he, But he yeah. he did he did what you would want a guy coming off the bench to do, to do. He injected them with energy. He got them running from floor. He basically quickened the pace of the game single-handedly. And I think that's um, something we're going to miss. I mean, I'm going back to COVID for a second, but that's something we're going to miss, right? Normally when we go on those drives and those guys start flexing and then DJ E-Train starts dropping Mobamba, that's when we start going on these runs. And it's a possibility we could have gone on a run earlier than what we did. Um, but I think without having the fans there, um, it's going to be harder for us to do that. So, 
You know, we could have came out of that game. What had this been a normal season? Even though having seven new players, we could have came out of that game. You know, up more, but we don't know. We don't know. I mean, coaches, Logan Co- Logan Johnson. Logan Johnson. Yep, that's yep. I know exactly who you're talking about now. Was it Logan? Yeah, it was Logan Johnson. Yeah. That was his first name. Pretty sure. Yeah, there, there he is. Found him on the Google. That's him. That Google's always good for that kind of stuff. Well, I had to look up his brother. That was the only way I knew how to find him. <laughs> but yeah, Logan Johnson. I mean, so he reminds me, like I said, taller, rangier, um, and he he just whenever Logan would get in the game, he was kind of that same ball of energy. Like maybe I just did three lines. I don't know. Um, what? And he. <laughs> that's just the way he reminds me. Like, I I don't know. I mean, just yeah. But uh, yeah. In any case, um, so we took over in the second half, largely in part due to Jeremiah Davenport, and I don't know. What did you see second half that the eye test? Was so second half came out uh, a little bit slower. Um. But you're going to have to forgive me. I forget his name. Uh, but one of the Lipscomb <laughs> players uh, who fouled out early, fouled out about halfway through the second half. Yeah, um, it was like 10 minutes left. Uh, I, I, yeah, you don't have to apologize for not knowing Lipscomb's players. Yeah, but I think he was really keeping us out of the inside. Once he came out, you saw them starting to get the ball inside more, and that's when our lead started to come back up. So I think once we kind of got in that rhythm, if, instead of, you know, the normal Bearcats, let's shoot from the outside, let's live and die by the three. Once they start getting the ball inside, getting the inside to uh, vote and getting the inside to, to other players, um, I think that's when we started pulling away. And so I think that needs to be our game plan, or at least a big chunk of our game plan moving forward, is getting that ball inside. Because, you know, vote, although he doesn't look like he's been in the gym as much as I want him to be in the gym, um, he's still a big body underneath the board. And if he can get that little hook going, or if he can get that turnaround jumper going, you know, there's not going to be who stops him there. Vote down low is going to be, I think, probably make or break this season. Yeah. Um, you know, if if he goes down with any type of injury the way he did last year with the torn labrum, even though he played through a torn labrum, it's going to affect this team dramatically. You saw limited minutes with Mamadou Diara yesterday. But those minutes that Mamadou was in, they didn't even look good. Honestly, they, they didn't look great. And normally, I know he's the energy guy, but I wonder how much not having the crowd there affects Mamadou Diara because I think he feeds off the energy of the crowd. Whereas Davenport was on a whole different planet with his energy. Like he was the reason that the team hyped up. He didn't care that there weren't fans there. Exactly. Uh, you saw some of that. You saw some of that out of Mike Adams Woods as well. Yes, yes. Underneath the basket a bunch of times on drives, yeah. he would start doing that when flex, he fin- that yell. Yeah, and that's what yep. I'm saying. Like finish. that's what I was talking about with DJ E Train. That's usually you know when a timeout happens and DJ hits that you know hits that drop, and that's when the crowd pops. And I think I'm going to talk about this a lot this year because I think the crowd is a big part of UC's game, and not having that is going to affect us. So. And we'll get to some stuff about the crowd because I know you're dying to talk about that. Are you talking about the post? Yes. Okay. However, let's finish talking about the game. So, yeah, you saw the Davenport. Basically, Davenport comes in. Um, I think Chad tweeted out that uh, the plus minus for for Jeremiah Davenport in the 14 minutes that he was on the floor was plus 20 for the UC Bearcats. Bearcats win. um, And, again, that was largely in part due to the – Four, four assists, uh, four points, I think two rebounds for uh, Jeremiah Davenport, which that stat line doesn't scream what he meant for this team in the in the time that he spent on the floor. Um, that all being said, that all being said, uh, it was also Micah Adams Woods who took over when you know Keith Williams saw limited time on the floor due to some foul trouble. Um, Keith, when he had that one drive, I, I think it was in the second half where he pretty much con- Torted his body to make sure that he still got that layup. Um, that was the most athletic play I think we saw all night, outside of maybe the Tari Easton alley oop that didn't end up being a slam, but again, still found a way to get it in. I missed um, that because of ESPN Plus. Thanks a lot, ESPN Plus. 
I think we're going to see plenty of Tari Eason this year, though. Um, his mom is <laughs> his mom, his mom is. is a fan. She's a fantastic follow on Twitter. If you don't follow her, uh, you should be able to find it just by scrolling through your feed from people that other people that you follow have liked. His mom is going to be that lady in the crowd, you know, because the, the seats are pretty much empty. She's going to be the one that you see standing up dancing. It's she's going to be a she's going to be fun to watch this year. I think on TV. She is very upset that he played soft. In her words, not my words, her words. Hey. He said he played like he had four fouls, not two. And sometimes you need that push from your parents, right? She's something, man. That's what. Um, but Troy Kilpain's mom used to do every time. Call him so like I said, da- to coach him up. Like I said, down the stretch, you did see David DeJulius. Uh, he started hitting some shots, and, and more or less, that's kind of the story of the second half. Is we finally started hitting shots that we weren't hitting the first half. We started hitting at least a couple threes. They got figured out in practice. But in any case, uh, we leave our own court happy to get out of there with a W. Yes. Yes, very happy First to get game, out there with a W. Seven new players. First game, seven new players. You know, they're all adjusting to, again, I don't know how many practices they've had to this point. Um, so there could be an argument again, it's probably no different than any other program to be completely honest with you, but I don't know that every other program is going through an entire roster change of that many new guys. And I think it's a good, good time to bring up Mike's comment over here. Um, you know, having seven new guys and under only one game under about under our belt, man, I can't even read tonight. Does that get us a bit nervous about the X game who has already played five games this year prior to the shootout? And, you know, I would be a little nervous about it. Maybe I'm a little bit more nervous after last night's showing. Um, but X is, you know. They, they haven't played well. They I'll say it. Well I don't care. Yeah. Xavier, Xavier has not played well. Honestly, neither has Cincinnati. So this might be exactly. a game where both teams score a total. You might be <laughs> lucky to see 100, cross 100 total ever. points. <laughs> I don't know. But again, the only thing that didn't scare me about the way that Cincinnati played is the fact that you had open looks. You know, you were just missing shots, essentially. Like, they were running plays well. They just w- weren't hitting from anywhere that wasn't in the paint <laughs> yeah. the, the entire first half. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm never scared of Xavier. Am I, I mean, jealous that they have? Am I jealous that they have had five games to, I am. under their belt? Absolutely, I'm jealous. I mean, That's they probably fine. should have. They probably should have moved the date like we asked them to, but you know, it is what it is. I guess if they if they saw the if they saw their advantage, you know, hey, let's hit them when they only have a second on their second game. Yeah, let's do that. You know, that's how Xavier after plays. We played after we played a whole bunch of cupcakes. Yeah, that's that's how Xavier goes. I believe that Cincinnati is favored by thirteen points. Uh, I could be wrong, um, and of course the lines change every day. Um, all the time, just based on the money and the COVID reports. Five and zero versus one and zero. Listen, I'm not hanging anything up this entire year as oh well, this was set in stone the way that it should have been. Right. Everything's all upside down. Everything Cincinnati's the number seven football team in the entire nation right now. Talking about college football playoffs. Playoffs. So. I don't know what to make of anything. Playoffs? Our, our pet's heads are falling off. I don't know, <laughs> man. I mean, you the the NBA season finished without – they got rid of, what, eight teams and still continued to play into the playoffs, but only without eight teams. You guys are terrible. Get out of here. We're not finishing with you. We're going to finish with the other – We're, we're going to – we're going to finish with the other 24 teams of the regular season, basically just to get the other teams that make the playoffs ready for the playoffs. This will be the conditioning. You're now part of our training camp. And, and have a really- whole separate season, separate from the regular season. The whole 2020 is in, upside down. None of it makes any sense anymore. And then the again. NBA is only getting, what, three months off, and they're starting again here in December? Like It just ended in September, right? Right before the World Series, or right after the World Series. All I know is week what? What week in the NFL are we in right now? Week twelve, week thirteen, something like that. Yes, I think twelve. Um, 
week 12 just finished on a Wednesday night. <laughs> no, it was not a Wednesday night. It was Wednesday at 3.45 because the news broadcast or the, 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 the station did not want to give up Rockefeller Christmas tree lighting. They thought they were going to get more ratings from that than the Steelers versus the nah. Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> it, I mean, that's another story, too. I mean, uh, you know, Bengals are pretty much out of it. But how about pretty, like pretty pretty much they yeah, are out of it. All the They're way out. out of it. All but the how way out. about we're talking about we're talking about number three pick in the draft next year, bro? How about we delay we delay the Steelers Ravens game three times. We reschedule it three times, but we make Denver go out there and play with zero quarterbacks. So you know why that was, right? Oh, because the Denver players didn't wear their masks. So it's pretty much right. Uh, it was pretty much it was like their a, fault. Oh, you screwed up. Okay. So, but somebody, I, I mean, somebody in Baltimore screwed up too, and they got fired. So, oh, well, what I heard. See, uh, bye bye. I don't, I don't care about any of those teams. I am excited Baltimore, though about the crosstown shootout. I'm, I'm, you know, John Brennan said it um, on the I forget what it's called, but UC has their own podcast now, um, and it's Dan Horde, our, our guy. Which, by the way, uh, T's and P's. Uh, well, I guess not T's and P's because Dan came back negative, but that's why he wasn't on the broadcast the other night because he right. was around people, two people who had positive tests. Um, by the way, masks work. And so, um, you know, I forget what I was going to say. You just want to get that masks work joke I out. Di- I didn't, I wasn't going there with it, but until, you know. Oh, and the, and I got it now. Broke. Dan was talking. Oh. Um, John Brennan's actually pretty upset that Chris Vogt, is not going to get a real crosstown shootout in Cincinnati. Like, yeah, there's going to be a crosstown shootout play, game played at Fifth Third Arena, but that energy is not going to be there. Um, no. It's it's not going to be like it was, like it's supposed to be. And so he's kind of upset about that, which is another reason why he was trying to move that game. But you know, even moving the game wouldn't have done. You know, we were not we I weren't going to get fans in there. So I still feel like you should have either done. The one and one same year, or you take this one, or or we'll take what was it like? We'll take this one and next year, then you get to. I don't know. The whole thing's just stupid. Nku did it. it. Nku's not I scared. Hate I hate COVID. COVID's the worst. I can't wait till this shit's over. You want to talk about that for a second about the fans? Talk about the fans. I know you wanted to bring it up, so give the backstory before you talk about the fans. All right. So apparently, and I caught this on Twitter. I I try to frequent the BCGA boards, uh, BCJ boards, but I I don't get on as an employee. It's not easy. It, well, and message. I mean, and no offense to Chad, but like message boards were two thousand four. Um, but I do enjoy those message boards because there are some crazy people on there, and someone was getting all butt hurt about. Uh, top dollar sponsors and donors being allowed at the game and fans not being allowed at the game. Are you so serious? Not, at, at that point, though, it had not yet been reported. No. Somebody saw people were, in the stands, yeah. That there I were thought I saw Hep Cronin. That there were 300 tickets available. Yeah. And, of course, it goes to the uh, players first. friends and family yep. of the of the players so they get first dibs first crack at it and it's not now, like same football. thing goes same, same thing goes for the football team right but, but the football team there are yes. many more players to have to accommodate yes. now that being said it is also an outdoor arena they also get i believe the last i had heard and my numbers could be off i don't know it wasn't an official statement release so bear that in mind the last i had heard it was eight tickets per player for friends and family for the football team but again outdoor venue and way more seats so just kind of changes some things there so instead you have 300 here i imagine the players probably are getting somewhere between two and four i don't know the actual numbers um i don't know that those have been released publicly but then you have top donors and sponsors of the team so I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I said way- so. I post. I think it's. To- I think it's totally fair. I'd have and no I- problem I- with it. 
I have no so, problem with it all because half of those top sponsors probably have one of those suites, so they're socially distancing in the suite. But right. because the suite, you know, I mean, there's nobody in the stadium. If they want to go sit down in the bleachers go, or sit down in the seats, go sit down in the seats. I mean, these are the guys who are paying for that arena. These are the guys who, I mean, Jeff Weiler, I don't know if he was there or not, but that Jumbotron is the Jeff Weiler Jumbotron. And that is a beautiful, giant Jumbotron. So if Jeff Weiler wants to come down and sit in the in the stands and watch a basketball game during COVID while I sit in my basement and watch the game, hey, more power to him. I don't think they have the Bearcat I, bourbon there. So The way I saw one person break it down on the on the boards was that, uh, essentially, students are a renewable resource. And by that, I mean that students come and go every single year. I thought that was They're great. They're going comment. to continue to come and go. And eventually, those students become alumni. So, I don't know, donate back to the school. Yeah. Uh, don't call so me, ask on, me to donate. I will donate when I have, when I have the uh, financial On top to of that, let's be all the way real what we've seen of students. It at sporting events thus far this year. Notre Dame. Might, I was going to say, might I remind you about South Bend when players rushed the field. No social distancing in that situation. When they upset Clemson. it was. I mean, granted, you did see in the pictures plenty of students wearing masks. However, not necessarily the best idea during a pandemic. No, you're right. It's not. So would I be concerned about the students coming in maybe drunk, maybe – because I know what I did when I was a student. I mean, would I be concerned about students coming in drunk and not social distancing? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Responsible kids aren't the hyper ones going to the games. They're the ones staying in and studying for law school or doctorates or any of those other things. They're not going to the games to get hype and bounce around to Mo Bamba. That's my favorite song. It's a, such a good basketball. I wish song. I could find it right now. <laughs> so I don't know. You're, you're not going to give those tickets to the students, and also there are a. And again, this goes back to the post on on BCJ. There are a finite number of sponsors that you're going to be able to get exactly for this team. You can't just go replace a six figure, even high five figure, sponsor at the drop of a hat because you pissed off another one. So, no, you need to make sure that you appease those sponsors because they are just that. They are the people who are making sure that Luke Fickle gets an extension. They are the people who are making sure that Fifth Third gets renovated. They are the people making sure that Nippert gets the additional seating that it needs to try and lure in, I don't know, the 2022 recruiting class that's looking better and better every day. Who will probably have seats in the stadium. So it's just, I don't know. I mean, you know, the thing chill is, chill out. We're regular people. Like, let's be real. <laughs> you, we are regular people. We are the people. You and I are the people who get hyped about people giving away tickets that are way closer than the tickets that I have had. I have a hole in my wall. I am not meant to be in that stadium right now. I sit up at the top where there aren't backs to the seats. It's fine. <laughs> We are regular people. We are not going to be the people who people want at these games. You want to make sure you appease the people who are throwing money because they don't know what to do with them. Maybe they like to write it off. I don't know. They probably but do a nice write off too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, let's not let's not kid ourselves here. But call a spade a spade. That's fine. But it's just it is what it is. So I mean, yeah, I have yeah. no issue with any of these people who are high dollar sponsors, high dollar donators getting tickets to the game and i'm sure that there's still some people that who are below them that know what they have given to the university that are pissed right now or maybe they're just taking it all in jest and looking at it like eh, it's 2020 it's covid i'm there's people who have donated more than me it's and also cool. those the people who are complaining about the you know the sponsors being in the, in the stands are gonna be the same people who are going to complain when Luke Fickle leaves for another school because they're offering him a lot more money and we didn't have the sponsors to get that extra money to give to Luke Fickle. So there's a double Or they'll complain sword. about how the, there were people on top of each other and it wasn't social distance correctly and blah, blah. I don't know. No one's ever happy anymore. Chris Collinsworth had to apologize for a statement that personally I don't even know was 
something that you need to go out and apologize for. What did so, he say? Um, basically, he was amazed that uh, some women in Pittsburgh he was talking to knew as much as they did about football. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, so. it's, it's, it's hit or miss. I, don't, I didn't have the conversation. I didn't hear the quote in its full context. What I saw in a bunch of the comments on any of the platforms that I saw commenting on either the article or what he said was people are too sensitive. That was the <laughs> large consensus. But meh. I would agree. Anywho. I gotta ask you a question though that also goes with Mike's question. So uh, again, Mike from uh, Craft Root Sports, they had their show last night. He's a big Xavier fan. He actually was the blue blob. Um, let's not try to tell Alex Beecham that. Because uh, Alex Meacham always says he's going to zip up the blue blob. Um, but I I asked him last night, are we going to put a, wedge, a wager or a bet on this game? Um, so what should I bet him? Uh, you know, we're talking, somebody had suggested that if I lose or he loses that we have to eat um, Gold Stars chili, um, which apparently Mike actually likes Gold Stars, so we're not going to we're not gonna do that. Of course he does. He uh, likes Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm thinking loser has to do uh, three Jaeger shots on their show. Three? Two? I think you should do 12. Let's not do 12 Jaeger shots. I've already done 12 in a puke before, and I'm not... Uh, no, you did, no, you did eight in a puke. Nine on in ninth. a puke. Nine in a puke. There was not a ninth complete. Yeah, yeah what, well, kind of close to it, I guess. No. No. I, I'm thinking Jaeger shots. You, you ate. You ate too slow. He he was talking about beer bonging, but we both know that I can't beer bong. <laughs> that might be worth it then. This carpet is too <laughs> new for me to do a beer bong, so that's not happening. Unless I guess do it outside. Just I guess put a put a tarp down. Put a tarp down in the basement. I saw a spot. Have, over... a, have a five gallon bucket at the ready. I was going to talk to you about that. I saw a spot over here on your side when I was moving stuff around. I'm, I cleaned I it up. Not spilled it. No, I have not spilled a thing over there. Bro. It looked like pencil lead. So, I don't know. I do you think I should just do? We you think we should just do the Mike? If you're still on, what do you, what do you think? Jaeger bombs? Not not even bombs, just straight Jaeger. I don't know, man. I'm I'm this good with Jaeger. Bet. Let's do as Jaeger, Mike. Has <laughs> that conversation on the on the Twitter sphere? Maybe you spice it up a little bit, like a oh yeah oh. Something gross, hypnotic. <laughs> Where do I buy hypnotic? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I think Kroger has hypnotic. Actually. Oh, they do. All right, or, the, or, a, or a liquor store. All right, UC loses. I do a shot of hypnotic. Xavier loses. You do a shot of Jaeger. How? how oh, how's no, that? No, 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 no. I think you should do like one shot for every two or three points. Whoa, no. Yeah. How about hypnotic's not hypnotic is not like a high content. Is it like Goldschlager? I didn't go to college. No, it's it's the one that's like baby blue. Oh yeah, I know she talk. Oh that yeah, the rappers love that stuff. Hypno, right? Or is that the sure. or is that the crumb juice? That's I I, I no, that's. <laughs> is that crunch juice? Is that scissor? <laughs> Wasn't crunk juice? Uh... Little John's uh, energy drink. Mike said deal. All right. Xavier loses. Yeah. I do a shot of Hypno. Um, if Her two or three Hypno. points. No, I'm not doing that, dude. If okay, we well, do that, then we're going to get blown out. And I'm going to have to take a lot of shots at Hypno. Is that what it's called? Hypno? Hypnotic? That's hypnotic. I'm going to need somebody to send me a picture of this bottle when I pick it up at the liquor store down the street. Use the Google, man. I should use the Google. I should use All that. right. Do we have anything left here? Uh, yeah. Shout out to our sponsors, Bossman Brands. Um, if you go to our website, ptpsensi.wordpress.com, uh, Wordpress. then uh, you can click enter, on... Huh? What? Enter the code ED15. Is that what it says there? Yeah. Enter the code yeah. ED15. You get 15% off. But make sure you go through our link so that we get you know a kickback. Also, what's boss brand? What's boss man brands? Ed, tell hey, us more, dude. Hey, men's men's facial care, man. This is some 
uh, beard jelly, uh, jelly beard oil. I put it in today. Beard looks good, I think. Still fiery red. Uh, has a little scent of lavender. This The hammer it looks, scent. looks Amish. It does. Uh, the hammer scent. Um, they've also got razors, I think. The straight blades. They got combs. They got charcoal soap. They got all kinds of stuff on there, so check it out. Um, you know, 15% off. I think this bottle right here at 15% off cost me like 10 bucks, which is how much a bottle of beard oil is at Jungle Gems. Um, also, um, shop, shop to start and end your show, Ed. There you go. One on either side. Shot start to start. To shot, shot, to, shot to start, shot to end. All right. That's all right. I can do that. Let's do that. That I'm down. I got two bottles. Well, I guess I gotta get some hypno. I got bottles of Yag here if you need it, Mike. Um, also, if you're going to purchase uh, part in the punctuation gear for your family and friends or for yourself. Um, for Christmas. Yeah, they say to order that before the 5th. So yeah. if you're listening to this tomorrow, tomorrow you should probably just, you know, uh, purchase that. Um, Is there a discount on that right now? Not right not? now. Sorry. Why would you purchase it before the 5th? Uh, sure shipping to make sure you get it before Christmas. Gotcha. On standard shipping. Uh, if you want to do over, you know, on those other shippings and you might be able to order it. When you go to their website, it's over on the top. It tells you exactly which ones and when they plan on getting it there. So, um, I think that's all I got. I, YouTube, uh, check out our YouTube channel. Um, I thought I turned that off. We're still learning this new system here that we got going on. Um, oh, Download. Oh, we're uh, about what twelve downloads away from ten thousand. Um, so let's celebrate that. Congratulations, Aaron. Ten thousand, ten thousand downloads. Yeah, yeah. You have a giveaway, like koozie or something. I, yeah, we'll pick somebody on the next show to give it away to. Screen screenshot yourself listening to the podcast. Like screenshot where you are in the podcast when you hear this. I don't know. We'll do something where you're screenshotting the download of the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll tweet something about it. Yeah. Uh, but also, yeah. I mean, I got nothing other than you know. Okay. Also, go to this. Apple even iTunes and rate us. I'm happy we did this, even though I'm in Florida. Yeah, that must be nice. Right, what's it going to be there tomorrow? Sixty-five. Seventy. Seventy-nine, I think. All right. Well, I mean, that's nice. Um. Do you, you, you have you, you have Spotify, yeah? Yeah. Did you do that thing where you get to see like what you listen to the most? Yeah. What, what did it yours? say? I pulled. I actually screenshotted it. I know you were talking about this, but I did screenshot it. Let me pull it up real quick here. That is not the screenshot I was looking for. That was definitely Matt Latos. Matt, Matt Latos. That was definitely <laughs> Matt Latos. Um... <laughs> I'm still upset you sent that to Clay. <laughs> oh man hey thanks for looking, listening Mike appreciate it bud thanks Mike if you, you guys should check out their show Craft Root Sports they had they had uh, Joey Chestnut on the other day no not Joey Chestnut right. was it Joey Chestnut I think it was the guy who eats all the hot dogs that's Joey Chestnut yeah so uh, my top three I gotta get used to this camera Joe Rogan us and Joe Budden if you don't listen to Joe Budden podcast, you're not listening to podcasts. Thought for sure would be Pat McAfee. I watch him on YouTube more than I listen to his podcast. Oh. Yeah, it, right. Pat McAfee show is great. That, can we? Can that be our next big get? Can we be done plugging everyone else's shows at this? Point? Hey, you plug. Hey, by the way, listen to the Bearcat Bounce on Sunday nights. That's that's me. With. Aaron and, and that other guy whose name I forgot. We should do, we should do we should do a roundtable after uh after X sometime next week. That's how we'll do the uh the we shot at what? the beginning and the shot at the end with uh with Craft Brood. I'll I'll call Jeff. Let's see if we can get that done. Round table with uh with Mike and his boys. And we'll just oh. all shit we'll just shit all over each other and how much we hate each other. It's fine. No, they're cool. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's COVID. We're all fine. Our, our, like you said, our, our pets' heads are falling off, but everything's fine. It's, it's true. It's, it's COVID 2020. Oh, Suggs came back into the game. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to go enjoy the sunshine tomorrow as I've recorded this entire podcast poolside. I, I hate you.
outside. I hate you. On a back patio. I hate you. Wearing long sleeves. They're you rolled hear, up. You hear my furnace going off? Yeah, I heard that. One day I'm going to move this thing out of the basement. It's going to be great. The, the furnace? The show. <laughs> if we ever buy a new house, I'm going to make sure there is a there's an office upstairs. Soundproof sound room. Soundproof room. A I think studio. Panels would help, but... Some might call yeah, it. Just... All right. All right. I think we're done here. Watch Crosstown Shootout. And after that, we'll we'll talk about basketball and the Bearcats. Sounds good. We love them. For Ed, I'm Aaron. We out. Peace.